0: What's up, Dashly fam? How the heck are you? Hope you are safe. Hope you are doing well. Today's podcast is gonna be really fun. It's something we've wanted to do for a while. We asked on, we put out a call on Instagram to uh, ask you guys what your assumptions are about us. And we said, whatever you've been assuming, just write it here, and we're gonna answer all of these. So we're doing that right now for you. Gonna answer all of your assumptions about I'm us. Freaking love, love.
1: So we asked all of you for your assumptions about me. And assumptions are funny, especially when you ask on Instagram, because these are the things that no one would ever ask you to your face. Like these are just like mostly the rude and terrible things (laughs) that people are gonna think about you.
0: We got some we got a lot of nice ones. We got a lot of nice ones,
1: but then there's a lot of like like where you're just like, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But we wanna answer them. That is part of the thing that we do. We are YouTubers, podcasters. We're we on recognize Instagram. we're
0: putting ourselves out there and being vulnerable every day, opening ourselves up to judgments, criticism, and lots of nice things from everybody all over the internets. And so we're just going to answer some of our assumptions today,
1: uh-huh, uh-huh. A lot of these might,
0: Some of your assumptions today.
1: I mean, I would say a lot of these questions are questions we've kind of shied away from because we have a lot of gremlins in our head telling us that that we're lazy or making bad choices. Or not working hard enough, or we have too much money, all of these gremlins in our head. And we're kind of gonna address all of those things now because apparently all of you guys have them as well. <laughs> or some of you, whoever wrote these, I have three pages of these.
0: <laughs> we got so many responses on Instagram.
1: Yeah, we took them from Instagram and we I've got written them straight them here. from here
0: and wrote down all of the non repetitive ones. And we're gonna answer them now. Let's have okay. the first one, Ash.
1: There's some pretty chill ones and then there's some. Little hard harder jabs,
0: we spread them all out. We
1: spread them out. The first one is easy. Um, someone out there assumed that I am just funny all the time.
0: What do you mean by just funny?
1: It could be taken many ways. It could be taken in the
0: I think I thought it was positive not, like she is just a, funny all the time. There's not, not a lot of substance. Oh, I don't think that's true at all.
1: um, I think i'm i would I would describe myself as a kind of like, back corner like comedian comedian i don't get on stage but i'll stand back in the back with like a friend a close friend or a dalen and like crack some jokes about what's going on
0: (laughs) and they're good ones
1: i can be sarcastic to a fault i'm a lot better at that though i just i went through a phase where i was like offending many people and i just had to sit down and tell myself to shut up So I think more now, I I am probably the quietest person in the room, usually. I I feel like the quietest person in the room.
0: I wonder if that comes off differently on camera. I guess all that you guys see on camera is when we're like wholly in front of our faces and talking, you know?
1: Yeah, I have a lot of social anxiety. Ashley
0: kind of like leads the vlog more often than not and kind of is talking more than me. But
1: it's different because it's just me. Like I'm just talking to me or sometimes I imagine like my sister or like one person who's commented or like Dallin, or my mom. But, like, I, w- I have been asked to, like, speak in church before, um, like, during a sermon, and I've refused. I've been asked to, like, speak in other public settings before, and I've refused. I don't speak religiously, ever. I've
0: spoken... On the podcast.
1: I do. I've spoken at a... We got invited to BYU to speak to a class, and that was relatively chill. I think because I feel like I know a small mm-hmm. nugget of information about like being on social media right. and vlogging and podcasting things like religion or politics or things where I feel like I'm highly unqualified. I just don't, I don't talk. I don't, I like strive to stay away from confrontation. So that has well, religion and politics are confrontational at all. If I had no filters, I think I would be a lot funnier.
0: I, I pray for that day,
1: but I have like a huge filter.
0: I mean, I've seen Ashley with no filter. Like, obviously, (laughs) we don't put everything on the internet. She's hilarious. I mean, you guys already know that she's funny. and uh, But yeah, being married to Ashley is a real treat.
1: Well. Which
0: leads us to our next question.
1: Talon says that. The next one assumption is that we never fight. I don't know. Like, I'll just tell you what's going on right now. Like, we're in a fairly large fight. We were fighting last night. We were fighting this morning. And we're kind of like having a truce right now so that we can get some, get this happening.
0: Did you guess? Probably didn't.
1: Maybe there's some tension. My mom's here and she's like giving me the, come over here and talk and tell me what's (laughs) going on face.
0: Yeah. We're just like everybody else. We're just still chugging along. We're working hard. We're doing our best and we're learning how to be friends and all that good things. We're in marriage counseling to learn how to be good marriage partners. And we're just like everybody else working really hard at it. And there's no like, quote unquote, fairy tale marriage. There's either marriages that don't work or either marriages where they're both working really hard at it. I guess though,
1: we thought once our marriage, we, so we've always just had like a normal marriage. I think we've always had a marriage that's really like full of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we got married. Well, and we were married and then we had kids and like, we would always say to ourselves like, oh, the fun will come back. And like the... We'll, we'll be so much better and our marriage will be so much easier once we have more money and once our business is finally successful and once we like la 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 la. and then we got here and here is like a relative place like we're still like we, we still actually
0: have, have a nice house now and we're making more money than we've ever had before like enough where we're like living comfortably and we and like, like have our needs making grown-up
1: decisions and we
0: have money like putting in, it
1: into retirement
0: yeah Stuff like that. Which, and by
1: the way, is like the least fun thing you can do stressful. with your money.
0: It sucks. I mean, when we're 59 and a half, we'll just we're be so glad. We're so much fun. Gosh. Anyways, especially now what so with stock So help me if I die market. before
1: I'm 59 and a half. I will
0: just... <laughs> so help me. So help Our me. Our kids better just be so grateful. Anyways, uh, yeah, it doesn't bring happiness. What brings true happiness is what we're learning in marriage counseling is... Um, being emotionally intimate and learning to validate each other's emotions and how to just be actual, true, good—what definition of the word friends? Should and... we tell
1: them what we were fighting about?
0: <sighs> Let's just not get into that.
1: Okay, I will say it was—it's a tiny thing, but
0: it's just a little thing that it's lots of things taken out of context and just stupid, just dumb little thing. We just so...
1: usually end our fights with being like turning to each other and being like why the hell can we not be
0: friends (laughs) and then we're just like can we just like start over and do that again this is what i wish i would have said and then and then we kind of play it out and then ashley this time was like well that would have been a lot different than how it actually played out and i'm like yeah yeah it would have you know yep So, uh, so we fight,
1: we fight a lot. We fight fight so much that we went to marriage therapy. That's how much we fight.
0: We highly recommend it. Really, really good stuff.
1: We're not like violent or mean or like, no, we don't
0: shout. That was another assumption that you guys never shout when you fight. And that's true. 95% of the time.
1: Dallin knows I'm mad when I stop making eye contact and I stop talking. Like that's how, you know, like when I was a teenager, I had, I was so like angry i don't even know or sad i was like all the things all the teenage feelings i stopped talking for a year like i was a selective mute at the age of 15 wow i'm never diagnosed but i literally stopped talking i just didn't want to talk to anybody i was just so like fed up
0: with the world
1: and that's how i get with Dallin. and i just i think it's called stonewalling it's a really bad thing to do
0: just one of the four horsemen (laughs) according to john gottman no big deal
1: hey we all have our horsemen we all
0: have our horsemen yeah i was following up with that thank you <laughs>
1: just throw that out there
0: <laughs> stay tuned for more big little life with the dashleys
1: we are supported by lola lola is a female founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons pads liners and new all natural cleaning wipes the cool thing about lola products is that they come in a simple customizable subscription which, might I add, arrived at my doorstep very discreetly. I didn't even know what it was till I opened it. The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them don't. Lola is different. They offer complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes, which I love. Major brands also can use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products. Those can include rayon, polyester, Lola products are 100% organic kind with no added chemicals, no fragrances, no synthetics, and no dyes. Lola makes your month a little bit easier. Your subscription is fully customizable. You can choose your mix of products, absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. I'm a big fan of Lola. For 30% off your first month's subscription, visit mylola.com, that's M-Y-L-O-L-A dot com, and enter Big Little Life when you subscribe. Write in Big Little Life when you subscribe and you'll get 30% off your first month's subscription. MyLola.com Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and
0: 6 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, all right.
1: The next assumption. We paid $1 million for our house.
0: Close. Just kidding. Definitely um, was not anywhere close to that. In
1: some areas of America, it would probably cost a million.
0: Like in California. Or like
1: in Salt Lake City or in Washington. Gosh, shoot! In Hawaii,
0: oh, get me started on the depressing that is house hunting in Hawaii.
1: Sometimes Dallin and I get like, if you've read Little House on the Prairie, the dad in Little House on the Prairie has like wanderlust, like he can never feel, be like settled in one place. Like as soon as he gets it all like organized and taken care of and producing money like a farm, he wants to move on to the wilderness and find a new farm and like get start over on the challenge.
0: That's where you get it from.
1: I think that's we. I think we might be that. Um, yeah. so sometimes we get on Zillow all night and we'll look at, we'll be like, why, what's stopping us? Like, why not just move to Hawaii? Why not just move to Oregon? And then we look
0: at the houses and we're like, oh, that's what's and we're stopping like, this us. This is
1: what, this is what our house cost. What would it buy in Hawaii? And it's not a
0: lot. This house would seriously cost like millions in Hawaii. No, but here it was not anywhere close to a million dollars. And we'll just leave it at that. Very average home price in Salt Lake City.
1: It was a stretch for us stretch for us I mean it was it was enough of a stretch that Dallin and I did our own landscaping on our front yard which was the worst we didn't do it on <laughs> our. Back- lot it was
0: a lot of good we fun. didn't do it
1: on our backyard like
0: it was good manual if labor. I ever
1: did it again though I would I most of the issue is is a lack of confidence because you're like here I am, like tamping down this gravel
0: for I these patio stones. I, <laughs> I hope these rocks sure are hope still this here. this is
1: right. But then I watched the guys do our backyard, and they're just like, like they're not sweating the small stuff. They huh. also are very skilled, and they know what they're doing. Yeah. Would I ever install a sprinkler system? No. Never. And am I glad that we didn't attempt that? So glad. So glad. Like, would have paid so much more money.
0: All right. Next. You eat a lot, hence your Costco runs.
1: Mm, I think <laughs> uh, I, eat, I think we less. eat a normal amount. I don't know.
0: Uh, I mm. consume around 2,000 calories a day. We? Between, you know, 1,800 to 5,000 calories a day.
1: Here's a fun thing I've been doing. <laughs> Joke. I have recently been trying to just like get out of the cycle of dieting and then feeling deprived and binge eating. Like, and I, it's like a cycle that occurs every day. Like, oh, I'm eating a very small breakfast and lunch and then by dinner you're starving and you eat a popsicle and a plate of nachos like that was my cycle Um. i like keep i like have very few calories that i eat in the morning and afternoon and then at night i would eat like two dinners a plate of nachos in a Häagen-Dazs ice cream bar. That's
0: what happened to me when I started intermittent fasting, thinking like I could skip breakfast, but then like your blood sugar gets so low, you have so many cravings when lunch and like dinner roll around. Oh,
1: you're just like so. I just hungry. can't.
0: I just can't do it. Maybe it's just I don't have the mental fortitude. Maybe it's just my body type. But intermittent fasting does not work for me. I need to eat like a good breakfast to like set my blood sugar levels at like normal levels for the day to not have crazy cravings at night
1: maybe it's blood maybe it's just like brain levels i don't understand blood sugar enough to
0: be. i was told it was blood sugar yeah talk to a guy at the gym
1: probably i just have stopped guys
0: at the gym know everything i
1: just made a rule for myself i am not allowed to weigh myself and i am not allowed to diet and those are my rules for myself and i have Never like eaten so little or like so healthily.
0: Well, you've been doing amazing, and it comes down to what we're learning about mental health, about validating your own emotions. You know, yeah, I like you validate your own. Like, if you want to eat, you eat, but you just like respect your body and listen to it, and you stop eating when you're full, and you don't eat when you don't feel like eating.
1: Yeah, when I started it, it was so free. And that's
0: that's what the journey's Ashley's on. I'm not saying I'm there yet.
1: Right, you're not there.
0: How do you, it was so just freeing though, to just kind of talk. say
1: like, F it, like I'm not, I'm done. I've been dieting since I was eight, like I'm done. And mm-hmm. I was just done. And I did eat kind of a lot for, like I I just kind of, because you, you decide you don't feel guilt anymore for eating food. And I would eat just anything because it was fun to eat something and not feel guilt. And then you just kind of start feeling blah. And, and then it was me making, trying to make good food choices, like healthy food choices from a positive place instead of a hey you fatty like because you want to do it place. rather than
0: you feel guilty for it if you didn't do it. Right. Right. That's right. where I'm trying to get to with religion.
1: And it is just a it's a beautiful place. Yeah, religion. That's where Down and I are working through that whole like
0: That's a whole nother aspect. Coming doing things because from that's that's the set. process of becoming truly converted. You know, rather than just doing it because it was what you're told to do or Uh, Because it's what all your friends did, or that's what you were expected to do growing up. You know, Um, I'm trying to. That's what I'm really like working on getting to the place where I do it because I actually want to do it. Because Dallin actually wants to do it, rather than because I would feel guilty if I didn't do it. You know, God doesn't want to operate through guilt. God operates through love, and like God is the master like validator of your emotions, and He wants you to get real. He's like, let's get real or let's not play. That's like what God says all day.
1: Yeah, I think people. What very well-meaning people think that the most effective way to teach like children and teenagers and even just grown up people how like to like encourage them to come to God. A lot of times they resort to like making you feel guilty for the things you do, which I think there's a place for for feeling remorse. But I don't think there's a place for like constant shame and second guessing your worthiness.
0: Never. No. God like guilt is temporary and godly and very good guilt basically this is what i'm studying godly remorse yeah godly sorrow like uh i'm reading uh, daring greatly by renee brown Mm -hmm. learning so much amazing book and she says guilt is good it's temporary it helps you identify something you did wrong and bring you to a point of what religion would say repentance turning around and saying this is what i learned from it and moving on and not feeling guilt anymore As soon as you feel repentant, the guilt has served its purpose and it should be gone. Shame, on the other hand, is turning it on yourself. Therefore, I'm a bad person. Guilt is just, I did something wrong. Hashtag diet culture. Yeah. Shame is, and I am a bad person because of it. And God does not want you to feel shame. God wants you to say like, i made you, uh, like you are perfect. You are enough. You are worthy. And we're all learning here. This what we're here on earth for is to learn guilt, very temporary. Just learn from your mistake, move You're on.
1: Like here's some wonderful things you can do to be happier and to grow.
0: And this is, this is all the things that I am working on internalizing because for so long, I just, you know, did religious things because I would feel guilty if I didn't do them. So I'm not to say that's the only reason, like I've been a well, good person my whole life, but more often than not, it was, you know, out of guilt rather than out of love and, choosing to do the right thing because it's what I honestly, Dallin wants to do, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. This one's fun. This is a fun one. This is the one that Dallin and I get so scared to answer. What? And we get asked this literally every day. <clears throat> I assume that you don't have a job. <laughs> Let's talk about feelings and the where the discomfort comes from.
0: Okay. Me um, first. You first.
1: Okay, I'll go first. Initial, initially, like we want you guys to believe. I don't even know what it is. Or we feel like the right thing for us to be doing is to be doing this not because we make money. Like that, that, that's like... Wait,
0: I don't understand. Say that again.
1: I guess like Dallin and I feel like it's embarrassing or it, it will make people not like us if they knew that we make money from these vlogs that we make. We started, so Dallin and Ashley get married and there are some things that we are good at and we were good at taking pictures and we were good at making videos. Both of us had done that in high school. And we also like didn't have a big passion for things that like quote unquote make money. Like I never wanted to work in a business Like a lot of traditional jobs you're saying? Yeah, like I did become a teacher, but I never wanted to be a teacher forever. Like it just wasn't my like path of joy. Dallin worked as a salesman in a tech company and it was a wonderful company with wonderful benefits, but it just like, wasn't, I don't know, like it wasn't this like big joyous thing. Like we both kind of wanted to be outside of the corporate world and, and we loved videos and pictures and we started doing wedding videography and we liked that, but we didn't love the, how that affected our family life. And one day, and I believe it was a godsend. Like, I truly believe like we were praying, like, we don't know what to do. We we don't feel happy with what we're doing. We wish we could do something that just like we could work together and we could be happy and we could somehow like get our names out there or just like, know. we just wanted to like n- know so many people and travel and, and just like we were church counselors like for a church camp once and we were like youth leaders and we loved the feeling that that had of like kind of being a leader of a group. I don't even know. Like these are all my things. And we met a guy one day who was a vlogger on YouTube and I didn't even watch YouTube at that point. And, and he was like, Hey, I've seen some of, cause Dal- they had mutual friends and he was like, your friend showed me these little videos you're putting on YouTube for your wedding business. Cause we were just making little family vlogs, not even knowing what they were to help brides get to know our family and, and hire us for, for their wedding. And I mean, he was like, you know, like this could be your job. Like you guys could support your family doing this. Like you're good enough to do that. And it was just like, our eyes were just like, what? And it was like this heavenly path opened up for us. That was this perfect, like conglomeration of all of our weird, like eclectic talents, (laughs) yeah, you know, like. (laughs) <laughs> being, being, not being shy, talking about our feelings. Like at least me, like I can't talk to a person. Like I, I literally struggle to talk to people, but I can talk to a camera and like bear my soul. And like I always wanted to like be a writer somehow, or like write a book. Like that was, but I never wanted to like write a book. I just wanted to like somehow create a story. And it was, and like I loved capturing moments for my, of my children. So I didn't have to feel all this guilt that I wasn't scrapbooking. And I loved like connecting with people. Vlogging
0: like ticks all of your boxes. It literally
1: ticked all of my boxes. And we went at it because we went after vlogging like with a vengeance. We were like, we want this to work. Like we want this to be something that, that this is all we have to do. Like we love doing this. And the way for that to happen is you have to find a way to make money doing that. Mm -hmm. And YouTube is the platform and Facebook is the platform to do that. And there's so many like other cogs, but like essentially like we went after this to be our job and it has like thankfully become it. And we, we like love it. And it's so hard still though. And it's so much work. Um, I don't know. Like you can see like, this is our office. It's like a sound office and there's camera gear everywhere and there's microphones everywhere. And I've sat in here for like hundreds and hundreds of hours editing videos.
0: I see where people are coming from when they ask if we have a quote unquote job. It's definitely not a normal job we kind and it's, of think it's of it. definitely out of the ordinary and all that anybody sees of what we do is just the trimmed down edited 15 hopefully 20 minute vlog of us uh, like th- of us just doing whatever we're doing we try to make our videos like real authentic fun entertaining and real to life relatable and just inviting people into our house, you know, and it's definitely not a normal job, but we are are paid basically from the ads that show up on the beginning of videos and in the middle of videos on YouTube and Facebook. And then with brand deals as well. And
1: brand deals have been like this, this wonderful thing that's helped us to like buy gear. And now we do giveaways.
0: Like, I hope you see brand deals in the right light. And just are grateful for them because it allows us to can you continue to make free videos and free podcasts for you guys and do giveaways all the time. Like we just gave away $500 worth of Walmart gift cards to like people who uh, like said that they were needing a little extra help during this time of the coronavirus. And we have like brand deals and ads to thank for that. So I hope you guys uh, see that in the right light and recognize that that's how we make money. And that's how yeah, we're able to we do like- giveaways and a bunch of other fun stuff and continue to keep make all of our content free for you guys. I guess I see what we do as like an experiment. It is so out of the ordinary. Like I was able to quit my job doing this. So we're gonna do this for as long as we can support ourselves and we're gonna just make fun, authentic. We're always gonna, just because of who we are, we never wanna lie or portray something that we're not. So we're always gonna make authentic, real fun videos and try to grow our community and just be a place of light, a place of happiness and a place of fun and support ourselves doing this for as long as we can. And it's like this its like this weird experiment that so far is working really well for us. We'll do this as long as we can, and if eventually it stops working, then I'll just have to get another job, and I'm totally like okay with that. I've accepted that as a possibility. But for now, we are filming ourselves and making videos of our life, all of our ups and downs, the joys and struggles of marriage and raising kids and fun family adventures. And everyday moments that make you laugh and cry. So like that's what we're doing. And so far it's working and we're having a lot of fun with it. So we'll do it as long as we have fun and we're able to support ourselves doing it. It's a
1: full-time job. And another cool thing, and this is... Let's
0: talk about like, you see like the tip of the iceberg. What's all like under the iceberg that not many people see?
1: My favorite thing, I remember when I had George and I had quit teaching because I wanted to be home with him and I could be, like you had a great job. I remember like wishing so hard that I could have some sort of job but that I could still just be home and, and stay home with him. And I love, like, we've hired two girls now, two women, two mothers who are stay at home moms. Like we've hired them and, and they help us with all of our backend stuff. And, and one of them's helping me with all the blog. We're, we're kind of creating this cool website and it's kind of me and her, our brainchild where we make like really fun blog posts about recipes and activities and tips and hacks for a family. And I love that, like It's such a cool thing for me to like be able to, to like give that gift that, or like give that opportunity to someone like I wished I had had that opportunity. And I don't say that like, Oh, I'm such a great person, but like, it's such a cool thing.
0: Like you're supporting to be in
1: that position to like, like allowing yourself and two other moms to work from home. Yeah. So that's my favorite thing. That's
0: really cool. Where are we?
1: Um, we're still talking about, we're talking about the tip of the iceberg,
0: like, this all the stuff you don't see. Each vlog takes, you know, like five hours to edit. And each podcast takes about an hour to edit. Uh, a lot of like photography, like planning, and um, so many other like yeah, back-end things lot. that is just so much work. So yes, by all definitions of the term, we have a real job. It's just not an orthodox job. Yeah. It's an unorthodox job. And we'd love job. to like,
1: one of the things we had... This YouTuber that we met met him and his family. Like they mentored us, and and if anyone out there is like wanting some tips or wanting like we would love to like help you. So please email us because
0: this is more of a viable job than ever before. Like with technology and social media and all the different platforms these days, there's so much space for people to be making like fifty to seventy thousand dollars doing what we do within like just a few years. And uh, we'd love to help.
1: It took us three years to be making what did you make like at your that,
0: job? I, I made like, like between 50. in the fifties at Plural Pluralsight. It
1: took us three years to get to $70,000. Uh-huh.
0: And so at that point we were able to quit and we're cruising there now.
1: Okay. Next assumption. Ashley is very sensitive. That's true. I am.
0: I think everybody is inside. I, I think that you are just also vulnerable, which is a strength, not a weakness. Thank you, Renee Brown.
1: I wilt very If I were a flower, I would be an orchid.
0: And that's a great thing. Ashley, I think everybody is like sensitive inside, has a soft core. Everybody's a softie, but people just build up walls and learn to have coping mechanisms and learn how to survive in their own sphere, stuff like that. <laughs>
1: Dylan is the king of coping.
0: Um, I think Ashley is just also very vulnerable. And I like admire the heck out of her for that, for sharing her her sensitivities and being vulnerable with her feelings that may or may not be received well by others you know and she that's a super strong that's a big strength that you have and i admire that about you so much
1: thank you but so yes i am very sensitive there we go i cry much um ashley is a picky eater yes i am george i was
0: i was gonna say or
1: i was george
0: you, you eat like i don't even say you're super picky besides like olives and mushrooms i don't mix food or tell me more because well, I guess I've never no, noticed. Like, as a
1: child, I was George. I didn't eat a salad until I was like 22.
0: Really?
1: I hate it. Like, I just couldn't. I didn't either.
0: I started eating it's salad when I was like 19. I
1: looked it up and like some kids just can't like greens taste bitter more bitter to some kids like i was like this tastes like a literal plant like this is like eating grass
0: that's so funny and i would have never believed that i would have thought that was just an excuse until i've witnessed george how picky he is and how much james will li- eat literally anything even lettuce like, without eat- dressing on it she'll just take it and eat it and like that's yummy that here's that's, so what she'll say here's
1: another one i didn't eat marinara sauce till i was like 15
0: really that's like your favorite thing now
1: Butter noodles was all I would eat. Wow. I didn't eat enchiladas. I didn't eat hamburger.
0: I didn't. So you were pickier earlier in life. Now you eat.
1: I mean, we're talking like I went to college and then like started starving because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have any. I just didn't buy food.
0: Well, I never knew that.
1: And then I started eating stuff. <laughs> I didn't eat oatmeal. I didn't eat. I hated dressing. Really? I didn't like ketchup very much. Like. The uh, still like the tiniest scrape of ketchup huh. is all that I eat.
0: Yeah, I knew that. You don't really like ketchup. And she is repulsed by how much I love ketchup, which is just something that you're just going to need to accept.
1: Tacos, hated tacos, hated hamburgers. When James eats a spoonful of ketchup, I want to throw up.
0: Or I like, think it's so cute and special.
1: It is cute and special, but like I she would just never. literally
0: just dips her finger in ketchup and eats it.
1: Or like when you like squirt. Who uh, who knows how much ketchup onto your burrito like directly onto it?
0: Do you guys eat ketchup with burritos?
1: Anyways, long story short, yes, I am a picky eater. And I will say no if you guilt me into eating food. <laughs> I'll just say no.
0: Good. Like Good. you should. Okay. All right, next question. Next
1: question. This one's a fast one. We're just going to breeze through it. Uh, someone assumed that George slept a lot. He does sleep.
0: He, he does sleep a lot. For the
1: fa- for the record, he did not sleep for the first year of his life.
0: He's just making up for it now.
1: But now he sleeps <laughs> Man, perfectly. he
0: got up so many times every night. He was like That a, was a rough time.
1: He was like a 15 times a night for, for George and us, okay? I would say a year and a half. He started getting like to 3 times a night when James was born. I just can't even think about it without getting all sweaty and emotional. Okay. This question, also going to breeze through this one, not because it's not something to talk about, but because people are going to hate me. Well, some will love me and some will hate me. And you. No matter how you answer this question. It's not just on me. It's on you too.
0: You don't vaccinate is what they assumed.
1: People assume we don't vaccinate. And like, first of all, I'm almost flattered that you would assume that I am like holistic enough. And like, I just, I truly like, admire the knowledge that some people have about like oils and plants and like making their own household cleaners. I tried that once. I just, I truly like think that's so cool, but I also believe in vaccinating. So I do that to my kids.
0: You should vaccinate your kids.
1: Dallin, I don't want to push it on anyone. I'll say it. Okay. Again, this is Dallin's personal belief. And for the record, I do me, but I don't believe in pushing it on you. Unless I have a newborn baby and then I get kind of (laughs) like that. I don't know. Wonder
0: why. Okay. All right. Go on.
1: Next. You don't cuss. We, uh, hmm, I didn't cuss. I think I said my, like my first bad swear word like last year. Really? I was like, I am a wholesome girl. Wow. Dallin has really just dirtied me up.
0: (laughs) My first bad word was in third grade.
1: We try and be classy people. Like we really do. That's like something I strive to be like a classy person. I think because like the core of my soul is not classy. And just <laughs> just kind of like, I don't know, just like not classy. So I really, yeah. I really like, I admire classy people and I try and be classy. So we try not to swear. And also like, I don't necessarily like think that swearing is bad. I think it becomes bad when you're like swearing like at someone or calling yeah. someone like names, but right. as far as like ex- feeling an emotion and expressing that with a swear word, I like my I don't care anymore. I used to think it was like, <gasps> but I don't care anymore. There are worse things, there are worse we'll just things. Say that. Okay, there right, are next. so many questions, guys. This is a long one.
0: I'll do a few. Ashley makes you watch The Bachelor. Somebody assumed I did the first time it was I did. in the beginning, she did make me, but then it was then... my
1: pregnant wish. We had just I had no friends and I was sick and barfing and no one. I had no one to watch the bachelor with.
0: Then once you start it, you got to see who they end up with. Alan's you know,
1: cute way of saying that he's not super into it is to say that he enjoys the social science of it.
0: It is very interesting. but He
1: enjoys it a lot.
0: It's a big social experiment and you definitely see people out of the ordinary the one- situations and dynamics
1: he does not watch women tell all
0: will not will not watch that and it's would love to dramatic. skip through a lot of dramatic I will like producer induced drama sessions of a lot of episodes i will say that this too
1: was a highly dramatic season like oh so annoying. in past seasons there's usually like one drama girl like one and this the rest season, are like just women were. that you couldn't relate to this season was very catty
0: i literally only related to i think
1: Women Tell All used to I be like Maddie. It, women Tell All used to be really fun.
0: Yeah.
1: And then it became just like women screaming at each other and like lots of confrontation. And I just I hate that. I can't. I it gets so uncomfortable.
0: You don't really watch Women Tell All either. Sometimes do.
1: I watch it like this, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what the producers like. Just hoping
1: Europeans aren't watching this because they already think we're <laughs> bad enough.
0: <laughs> all right, next. You are very somebody assumed that we are very religious, but more Dallin.
1: I Um, think no, okay. So we had this fight. I guess what is
0: very religious? We had this fight
1: when we first got married. Dallin said something, and I turned to him and I was like, You think you're more spiritual than me, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, that's the worst thing.
0: (laughs) Just (laughs) and it was just basically because we show it differently.
1: Dallin's just a lot more comfortable, like, being open about his religious feelings like expressing himself whereas like i don't i just don't love to i don't like talk about it a lot or like i don't like to pray in uh, in front of people like say like the dinner prayer even in front of my family like i just i don't even know what it is i get all sweaty I think we
0: talked about this in the podcast where you grew up in when the bible belt where there's so much persecution against members of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints that you just just something that you internalized really
1: i don't know well i've just always been very shy like Painfully yeah. shy.
0: And then and combined with that, yeah. And I served a mission where I was just talking it all day, every day. So that definitely, that definitely just made it more of a casual or easy thing for me. Like, ain't no thing. I will talk about my religious beliefs anytime. Yeah. You know,
1: I think I struggle more with like formal church than you. Like, it's just hard for me to just sit there for an hour. And really? Just it's just hard for, I don't, like, I don't know, like, I'm the girl on my phone. I just can't, like, I need to be doing something to listen.
0: That's not a bad and thing. And you don't,
1: like, you, like, when I study, I go to, like, a restaurant or, like, the, like, people p- portion of the library when in college. Like, I would go where people were and, like, where I could kind of, like, look up and, and like, relax for a second and then look back down, like. Without I, headphones on? Yeah, without headphones on. Oh. Or I watch a movie and study, you know, like.
0: I could never, I could never do that. Yeah. I have to be in isolation. I love being in the silent house or silent room by myself.
1: Right. Well, I like being by myself, but I like things going on. But I think you do better with like sitting down for a church meeting. I don't know that you're on your phone a lot too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but I think
1: it's easier for you. Uh,
0: yeah, I, j- I do try to just feel the spirit and be part. And sometimes I'm also shopping for something on my phone or playing a game,
1: earning those points,
0: earning those points. <laughs> but also sometimes I feel like I can think clearly playing certain games, not like intense games, but just maybe like you know brick game where the balls just bouncing up and you're if just I doing didn't. something simple. Where and you're able to just like listen to the speaker while you're playing this little game, you know? If I didn't, if we have, didn't have kids, I was about to say that. Say if that? I didn't
1: have kids, I would do those coloring books.
0: Oh, like oh, how coloring. I
1: dream of finishing one of those coloring books when <laughs> I don't have kids, like <laughs> just intricately coloring yeah. while watching a show.
0: Yeah, no, that's what you do when you talk on the phone. Gets me. Okay, that's what you do when. Uh, when when did you doodle these things on this paper?
1: Oh. I don't even see. I see. Look at all these little
0: doodles. Yeah, I had a doodle when you talk.
1: I had a friend who, during church, she was my roommate. She would draw whole like, what do you call it? Like whole like kingdoms.
0: A kingdom. Yeah. Like what kind of kingdom? (laughs) Like it
1: was a kingdom for her.
0: (laughs) But she was just the queen. Yeah, she was really good at drawing though. That's fun. All right, next.
1: I just draw ugly doodles. Okay, here's one, and this one shocks me because hello, have you seen us on ever? What, they said, I it? assume your kids aren't allowed to drink soda.
0: Oh, well. all I
1: know is that our goal right now is to help our kids like water. <laughs>
0: yeah it is that's been a major fail a goal. i just
1: love crystal light so much that my children have almost never had plain water we use
0: like we give them true lemon more than crystal light that doesn't have aspartame in it the effort true lemon has, started what is last it?
1: month and i gave george plain water and he goes <laughs>
0: <"Ugh."> <laughs> gross what is this
1: but now they're better because our I was,
0: pediatricians watching this and this is just like no
1: they're better they're a lot better now because i was like oh this is this is a, a red flag for me yeah. as a parent
0: no, now we're just leaving, like leaving sippy cups of water out.
1: George refers to they both when have they get thirsty names, enough,
0: they will drink it.
1: They refer to Coke <laughs> as black water, and they oh, how they want Coke! They've only We've, ever snuck we, it. We
0: have done good, good at saying nope. That's mom and dad's drink, they and heard. they have like they love Fresca and Sprite Zero. We never give them like sugary sodas unless Diet we're like in a pinch beer. at a restaurant or something. My
1: favorite is Diet Root Beer, and boy, is that good! Brown water, brown water.
0: <laughs> and we have little tea parties at our table in the playroom and we drink like a soda and we have these little teacups, and it's really really cute so yeah we don't shy away from having some fun drinking some soda every once in a while
1: okay here's another one i assume that you would rather do disney without
0: kids without that is correct you assumed correct.
1: I would say that I would rather do it at with kids. At least in this
0: stage of the, right. of their age. At like, least in this when age. When I'm
1: there alone, I just want them to be there with me. But then when they're with me, mm-hmm. I'm like, what? What kind of torture is this? What we
0: really want is like a special Disney worker who will like bring our kids out when they're happy for like an hour and then take them in the kids room to play while we can go and enjoy a bunch of rides. Or like, Is that a thing?
1: It's so fun to take George, but... He only wanted to ride the Buzz Lightyear ride, and by the eighth time, I was just like, "You just don't want to ride Buzz by Lightyear." By the eighth again. time,
0: I was setting high scores.
1: Yeah, Dallin <laughs> likes
0: it. I was a, I was looking up like all the ways to win online.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyways, yeah, it's still it's still still hard. Still hard. So, um, anyways, when they're like six and eight, seven and eight, that's gonna be so fun.
1: Okay, here's one. Ashley is a party pooper. You know what? I think I am. I am How not so? afraid to just be like as, as you know like what I'd... an
0: introvert like you
1: No, like if like I'm not afraid to say oh I don't want to do that.
0: That's true. And just you like are not afraid to speak your mind and don't really care about what other people think for better or for worse. Not
1: in a mean way. I just you know like if I'm not going to have fun or if I'm just going to be miserable somewhere, I would rather just not go than be miserable somewhere.
0: And I'm more like will go and be miserable if somebody else really he wants, wants to. to and uh i think that we could both probably find a happy medium there but i am more extroverted so i do like being around people and i get more of a like energized being in like a concert or a party or like a social gathering or something and ashley's the kind that would that like needs to recharge being alone being an introvert but i'm not like an extreme extrovert when i've taken tests i've like bounced back and forth between like 60, 40, extrovert, introvert, and then sometimes like 48, 52, introverted. So I'm like just a mild extrovert. So there. I think it.
1: Look at you. I think
0: that we aren't super opposite, like but my, I am more extroverted. Like my favorite
1: me. salsa, nice and mild.
0: I'm a medium, okay?
1: <laughs> okay, here's one. I assume that you have a secret living nanny. Uh, No, I but wish. if send them our way,
0: that would be amazing. Mm, I'm uh.
1: very protective over like Yeah,
0: Ashley never wants our job to take away from
1: So there have been like
0: being with our kids.
1: There have been many instances or like points in this whole like journey where it would have been really great. We would have gotten a lot more work done or like progressed faster if we had a nanny. I just want I just and this is just me, like I just don't want to give that up. Like I would rather give up money or like not money like we have enough money so I would rather give up the more money that we could make uh-huh. if if I have to like choose one I, I choose them because i like I this job was such a fun job for me because it was a job that was so conducive to me being the type of like parent that I wanted to be and I don't want it to become a job that takes that away from me mm-hmm. so I think if it was up to Dallin we would probably have more help but I'm just very like I'm a 10 in this and he's like, I would like that,
0: but I don't know how much I want to pay for that. So it's like, it's hard, but I would love, you know, I think Ashley wants to spend a lot more quality time with the kids. I'm a than quality me. time person. I obviously love spending time with my kids, but I also value like, you know, my alone well, time it's or It's like, time. Not necessarily
1: how you express love. Like that's how I, like, she is, when I think definite, about my day and I'm like, yeah. did I show love to my children? It's, did I, was I with, like, was I like having quality time with them? Uh-huh. And I know like there's, different love languages. Like it could be, did I say I love them?
0: I'm a words of affirmation person.
1: Yeah. And I think like, it's great that they have both of us. Yeah. Um, All right.
0: Chugging right along, Ash.
1: Okay. Ashley has more anxiety than Dallin. We used to think that. Used to. We used to. I used to be... The quote-unquote crazy girl in our family. Again, phenomenon.
0: Ashley is just a lot more vulnerable than me. I'm working I on it. I don't
1: think having I anxiety makes you I think maybe we don't have
0: anxiety though. over the same things, but everybody has anxiety. What is anxiety but, like, your fight-or-flight system kicking in whether or not it needs to? When
1: you feel and, afraid. Uh, so
0: basically when you feel threatened by something or you're, like, afraid of something, your fight-or-flight system kicks in and that's anxiety. And so... Pretty much everybody has it. There's, like, a difference between anxiety and, like, chronic anxiety. And I don't think you have chronic anxiety.
1: I probably... I am borderline. Maybe around some things. No, I... When... After I have kids for, like, six months, I'm pretty borderline. But I guess that's not chronic. That's just postpartum Mama anxiety. Bear, mom I think it's postpartum. a thing now, postpartum anxiety. Is it? Yep. And with our third child, we will honor it. And we oh, will... Well. Give me grace. And we will say, you know what? This doesn't work for you right now, but we all know that it will work for you again one day.
0: Learned a lot with the first two babies. We did. And my anxieties just go a lot around. I mean, I don't know.
1: I don't even know. I mean, like, I'm not sharing what it comes from, but we, like, started going to therapy and, and Dallin started working on, like, letting his emotions out, like expressing his emotions more versus, like, kind of like shoving them away and like ignoring them.
0: I mean, if you listen to Renee Brown, pretty much all men are socialized to like-
1: Be strong. To like,
0: don't, like caution, do not be perceived as weak, you know, and like uh, to always be the one that's got it under control or like be the provider and don't let anybody down and stuff like that. And so-
1: We kind of realized like you had anxieties or fears or like things that bugged you- it was just you, you kind of ignored them so much until they kind of came out as just
0: forms of like anger, anger or, yeah, bigger emotions. So really working on just like expressing my feelings and being and validating them and then letting Ashley know them what they actually are so that she can validate them. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. Mental health.
1: There it is. Encourage are there that? any more? Oh, there's many more. Oh, wait, no, we're on the last page. Okay. Here's one. I assume that you don't like cats because you don't have any. You know what? I assume that too, because there is a (laughs) hole in my heart and a (laughs) place by my head on my pillow.
0: Oh gosh. I actually would have so many more animals if, I don't know.
1: More than, more than, more than so many things. Like, I mean,
0: her dream is to have a farm, you know?
1: I don't want like a farm where I... I just want a farm of love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Where like, so it was my dream forever. Like my dream, like I watched fly away home with the geese and I still have the geese dream where I find the geese eggs and I hatch them and they become imprinted on me. <laughs> and I have a trail of geese around me all day. Right. Just like honking and protecting me and being grouchy at people who shouldn't be around and just like loving me fully and completely. Mm -hmm. I still have that dream, but I always had the dream of like finding an animal and rescuing it and it being my special animal. And I, it happened. I was walking home one day in college and I found a kitten and it, I think what we think happened is it was a feral kitten and its mom was trying to cross this busy highway and she must've gotten scared or like, I really hope she didn't get hit by a car, but the kitten was left in the gutter and I found the kitten and it was like four weeks old and I took it home and I like nursed it back to health. And I did it like I carried it around in my sweatshirt p- pocket. And it was like my angel kitten. And we lived in an apartment that did not allow cats. And it did not allow dogs. And we had just gotten Luna that like week. Um, and we were moving and we couldn't afford two pet fees. So I had to give the kitten away to my sister. Who then gave the kitten away to her ex-boyfriend. And I will never forgive her.
0: Man, if we were vloggers back then, that would have been our first viral video. We would have been the cat rescuers.
1: I stopped myself at least twice a year from going to Georgia and stealing my cat back. (laughs) Yeah. In like a very dramatic fashion.
0: Yeah. Well, someday I would love to have land too, obviously. And then I would totally have cats.
1: Cat. Uh, I just want a cat.
0: Maybe two cats. Just,
1: I just want Just one. a
0: cat. I just just want, a farm cat that I'm goes around and eats the mice and <laughs> I've
1: only Noah with the dogs. <laughs> okay. I don't think the cat needs a Noah friend. with the spade dogs. I mean it would be great dogs. for it to have a friend, but I don't think like cats walk around logging for companionship. Hmm. Are they pack animals? Some cats are. Uh, I would have to study art. I don't know. I don't know. Comment right, here. Let's go on to the next one. Does a cat need a friend? <laughs> or are two dogs enough?
0: All right. Um, I assume that you like George more than James.
1: Mm, no, I don't like George more than James. I get how
0: people might see that from the few minutes of our life that they see in our vlogs. George. Because George is more, just has a lot more fun with the camera, but it's ho- rapidly changing because James just like is able to talk more and we have more fun with her like when we're filming and stuff and... I don't know. It was just kind of weird to like point the camera at James when she didn't like, I don't know. I mean like. Like George is just so much fun and talking so much and we do a lot of fun things, but we definitely do not love George more than James.
1: No. James is a a special baby because she came during like the hardest part of our marriage and I'll always kind of, I don't know, like feel bad that like she couldn't have been born into like a blissfully married couple. Like we were fine, but that was when we started really struggling with our friendship.
0: Well, like any young couple, no, I like guess I'm
1: not hating on us. I like I George. Mean, two was-
0: thirds of marriages, especially those that are married young, like struggle once they start to have kids. Like that's just the statistics. Yeah, I guess. And I so just we're like, learning how to navigate all that while still staying in love, while having another uh, baby, and then another baby when your first baby's eighteen months. Like it was really hard for us. And I think, but James still, I think, felt very loved. I just,
1: I worry that Don't you? These questions, like you love George more than James. I worry that they might come because we've, I, me, like I've made some statements about like it being really hard to have, like James, like James being like an accident. And she was like, we weren't planning on James or like James being really hard, like quote unquote really hard. And it, James was an angel baby. Like for like James was so much easier than George as a baby. Like she was perfect at nursing and she slept so great. Like James was an angel baby and Talon and I are uh, like sometimes like wonder like, gosh, what would it have been like if she was our first baby? Oh man. Um, I don't know. Like. We we talked a lot about our struggles then or not a lot, but like we kind of alluded to them just like going through like postpartum post her postpartum was a lot harder than George's and it could have been because we were kind of struggling and like also I was going through that. I don't know. So like I I'll always feel kind of bad that like she couldn't have been born to like this like perfectly like mentally healthy girl. I mean, wh- wh- like this- who is
0: who is born into a perfectly mentally healthy, totally stable I think family. Well, like, Like, I think
1: George came to a couple, like, came to us when we were more like. I mean,
0: ideally, every child was born into a. No, I'm just saying, like,
1: I always kind of have, like, this twinge of guilt.
0: Oh, well, don't.
1: No, it's, I'm not like, I don't like stew over it, but, like, I just hope that we haven't put it out there in some way that, like, we don't, like, love James completely with our whole heart. We do. And she's not on the vlogs as much because, like, A, she naps more. And be like she's, like just a baby. Like she's just. Our
0: whole last vlog was about James.
1: It's so fun to feature like, her now. Her
0: birthday's coming up. She's turning two, and we went to a toy store just to let her look around and find what she gravitates to. Without, you know, playing with toys that, because we know what George likes. So more often than not, like the toys we have bought in lately have been for George. I mean, but we buy. I don't even know if that's true. We buy James. It's like, like a little princess toys and dolls and she loves dinosaurs and cars too and
1: james is funny because you don't have to try so hard with her like george is so particular so it's like she's so chill you have to like figure out like the one toy out of a million that he'll gravitate to or the one show out of a million that he'll like or the one food out of a million that he'll eat and james is just so like easygoing and just ready to take part in whatever activity and play with whatever toy and eat whatever food and maybe that's just like Sometimes I play like social scientist and I wonder if that's just like because she's the second and like George had just our complete attention and James only has like I mean she still has it all like I'm a stay-at-home like we're two stay-at-home parents like she has a lot of attention but we're just like I don't know maybe we're just more chill and that's like reflected beautifully onto her I don't even know like I don't know but we love James different i would say i don't love them the same like i love them it's a different relationship like i love them differently by treating them differently but it's like the same amount like if one of them were to get hurt or to die or to get sick like it would be the same like gut-wrenching sorrow
0: i don't want you to guilt us out by like and feel bad that she wasn't born into like a perfectly. I mean, is any child born into a perfectly functioning? No, I like... just
1: watched that babies documentary that talks about the effects of stress on infants. And I, I like I, was, I just was like, oh, there was more stress when James was oh, born.
0: Well, like every single baby probably gets no, some stress from their parents. So but don't like, like beat us up. I
1: think many mothers like would wish for the perfect situation for their child.
0: Ooh, and i'm not like ideally every baby no yeah, i'm not like arguing with you
1: like i don't think james has in any way had a bad childhood she's had like definitely not what do you what do they call it like a oh, there's like a term people say for like really good childhoods like she's had that she's been like s- just smiled upon by the heavens very
0: much so and by us because oh, we're yeah. good parents
1: i don't think we're bad parents okay i just worry that for her that she was born in like a stressful situation okay and again i'm I'm like alluding to like this quote-unquote stressful situation it was just like Dallin and i started fighting for the first time ever like dylan just
0: made it sound really bad Dallin
1: didn't cheat on me Dallin didn't like nothing like that happened i didn't cheat on Dallin. like there was no infidelity there was not none of that
0: yeah we're just learning how to it was grow just into our like new role James as was born parents of two babies when our honeymoon
1: phase ended and we were like oh learning how to
0: get real in our marriage but it was a beautiful thing. What did we talk about learning in therapy? So
1: we said it was kind of like we stopped like burying everything under the rug. Yeah,
0: there is no honeymoon. I mean, I, the honeymoon phase isn't like you were better friends. You were just throwing a lot more under the rug.
1: And then suddenly to like it was for us, it was like, no, George was at two years. So James was at four, like three years, four years. Mm-hmm. Suddenly there was just a lot of crap under the rug. And the rug was <laughs> and lifted we, up.
0: The rug. That's what I about. We am stopped talking being to, able to stand about. on top of the rug. Yeah. And that's fine. And we're working on it and it's great. And like it's good closet. and it's healthy and our kids are learning from that. No,
1: I do. I think it's good okay, and healthy. Good. I'm not like hating on us. I guess
0: it's time to move to the next no, question. No, I was trying
1: to get to that. We get this question a lot. I uh-huh. mean, we get it a lot for both kids like you like James Moore are you but I wonder if the you like George Moore comes because we I have said things in vlogs so you're just clearing all that up. yeah like during times where we were like struggling a bit like with mental health and with mental health being like just you know like I don't know
0: validating our own emotions and validating each other's emotions and being okay with them even if they're hard
1: self-confidence and self-worth and like all those things and like happiness in our, in like our friendship. We sat down
0: with our, with our marriage counselor yesterday and put together the outline for the marriage course that we're making with him. And you guys, it is going to be so, so, oh, I wish we would have had access to what this course is going to be soon when, while we were still dating. Like, like we talked about it and he's like, I want people to already be out of the quote unquote honeymoon phase by the time they're married. And they're already on a solid foundation of speaking their mind and sharing their feelings and having a real authentic, real friendship rather than just the cutesy. Yeah, we're in love and we just cover everything up with having a ton of sex marriage, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's like, this is what this course is going to allow you to do that. And it's going to be so, so good. And it's going to all start with your own mental health. And processing things on your own and learning so many valuable, valuable things there. And then transitioning that into building a relationship and a partnership with your significant other. And it's going to be so good. So good. So shameless plug for our course that is in the making many more details to come. Okay, All right. Next question. Luna Dash, close your, close your ears. Uh, I assume you feed your dogs too much and they're a little hefty.
1: Okay. Like I say. Enough. You shut up. <laughs> Enough with the body shaming of my dogs. Listen.
0: Dash is very healthy. Luna, Luna might be a little round, but she has no, some stubby I legs. I will say this,
1: though. Luna is eating less than the recommended amount. Like, she, she's just... she's. It's just not in her. Kids don't help every things. Every human is not a supermodel, and every dog... Does not have the perfect it's not physique. not a show dog. Okay, like <laughs> Luna has the. We buy special, wonderful dog food, and she gets a measured, portioned amount twice a day.
0: Literally half a cup. I feel. And bad. I even
1: do a little bit less. It's less. I do less because I know the kids will give her a chip every once in
0: a while. Wow, well, you do less than half a cup. Yes. You cold-hearted lady.
1: Okay, like I cannot not feed her, and she is beautiful. And she is perfect, (laughs) okay? And we have talked with our vet, and she just has a different body. And she's also really fluffy.
0: What else do you want to say about Luna?
1: Okay, but, like, enough, people, enough.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right, next one, Ash. I assume you lived separately prior to marriage.
1: We did.
0: We did. It is our religious beliefs that we, uh, the law of chastity is what? It's called and we do not have sex before marriage. We didn't. And so we didn't live together. We didn't like sleep in the same bed. And um, we
1: did hold hands. We did kiss. We did, we hug, did all
0: that stuff. We did
1: all of that. I will say though, like at the time I didn't totally like get it. I was like, okay, like this is a, a, a belief of my religion. Like I'll follow it. I can be obedient to that. Um, But now I I see the merit to it. Like, I don't know if Dallin and I would have gotten back together if we had gotten more physical before he had kind of been like, I'm going to pursue another relationship over you. Like, I don't know if I could have gotten over that.
0: Like the fact that we had slept together.
1: Yeah. And that you had like, then like been like, "Mm, once
0: you're sleeping together, it becomes like very, very, I mean, it's such a, that's such a, Like deeply emotional thing. It can't not be, you know? So like
1: Right. Well, I guess it can be, but for me it it wouldn't have been.
0: It's very hard to not
1: Yeah. No, I'm saying like I'm glad we did it.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to Hindsight.
1: Like during like It was hard. It it was really hard, hard, but like hindsight. Like I really don't think I would have gotten back together with you if I had like been that close to you with you. And then it had like it was no it was like essentially like no big deal to break up with me, like it was a big deal, but like, it was just like, we had only made out, like there was, we had only gone so far, you know, like emotionally and stuff.
0: Yeah. I guess physically,
1: like, I don't know if I would have been able to be like, Oh cool. Like let's do this again.
0: Uh, Yeah. 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 I think my heart
1: would have been more broken.
0: Oh yeah. For sure. Is what I'm saying. It's a lot. Yeah. So I, I think it's a good thing. Okay, okay last one. Um, I assume that you don't have to follow a budget.
1: Mm, you know, like, I don't think anyone has to.
0: Nobody has to. It just makes your life a lot easier and less stressful if you we,
1: do. We always have. We, I guess we like were a Warren lot...
0: Buffett, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, they definitely don't need to follow a budget.
1: So like when we were first married, we were really good about budgeting. And We got especially good when we started doing the baby steps for Dave Ramsey, When George was born and we were doing, we paid off our car. Like we, we, we didn't want, so like the baby steps are like save up a thousand dollars and then pay off all your debts. So we saved up a thousand dollars and then we paid off our hospital bills and our car. And then we cash flowed college for Dallin and we paid off my student loans. So like we were always very much like pay off our debts.
0: Yeah. Ashley was working as a teacher while I was going to college. And And then I, like I, I started working at Pluralsight in sales and doing and we, a second job filming weddings. And that's why we started weddings. doing
1: weddings too, to pay off.
0: Just so much work and stress. And that was that added to a lot of the issues that we were talking about when we had a baby. But I
1: was going to say, the budgeting is definitely more strict when you're paying off debt. Uh-huh. And if you're talking to Dave Ramsey, it probably should be strict when you're not paying off debt. Right now, our goals are we want to increase our emergency fund because we're self-employed and like anything. I don't know. I just feel like anything could happen. So we just want to be able to to live for like a We want to save up a
0: year, year's salary. That's
1: like a big goal. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, We're working on it. And um, And we we still have a budget. And I'm just, I'm so grateful to say that it's not like a stingy budget. Like all of our needs are met. And we're so grateful like that we've reached the point in our life through so much hard work and grace of God that we've reached this point in our life. And, uh, but by no means we aren't just like free spending, whatever the heck we want without a budget. Like yeah. we definitely, we have are a house mortgage now
1: and, and we hate it. And I hate yeah. paying interest. Like I hate interest yeah. and personal mortgage PMI. I
0: hate it. hate that too. So
1: we- we're like working hard to send a little more to the mortgage every month. Those are, those are like our financial goals. Like, cause I hear you can like, if you like in the long run of the loan, if you're just paying even like a hundred dollars more
0: yeah you pay it off like a few years early just it's doing a hundred dollars more a month and you save tons in interest
1: yeah so so
0: we're trying to do that
1: everything we buy now we're like oh we could buy this or we could send it to the house
0: or we could put it to our retirement or
1: we could put it in retirement
0: hmm, what's those are the other 30 years thing? from now if the stock market returns 10 yeah. a year it like kills you if you want to you enjoy want to buy buying anything.
1: things don't start investing in retirement and don't
0: have to learn how to work a financial calculator Okay. Uh, that was everything. That's Thank you our, guys so much.
1: Yeah. That's pretty much our life.
0: If you have any more assumptions, send them our way on Instagram or whatever. And we'll keep a list actually just be thinking about them and we'll do this again. And a little while from now, put out another Instagram. Yeah. Uh, it's just so much easier to organize everything when we put a little poll on an Instagram story versus like having, you know, hundreds of messages. So we, we made, love you guys so much. Wait, this is fun.
1: We made this one longer for you because because of coronavirus and everyone's quarantined, so we made a, a big long one that you could listen to or watch, because it just got announced that you can only be in groups of ten now. And I'm it's, like, uh,
0: it's like a guideline. But what I, about families? I just wonder what's big next. Families? Seriously, like uh, not enough Nilsons and uh, crazy, crazy middles. middles. They're like, um. Our family is like 21 people. We
1: looked it up though. It's the just a guideline. Is, it's not in guideline
0: that was just sent out is that you don't gather more in groups of 10 right now. It's crazy. There's like
1: lots of families with eight kids in the US. I know. Like not a lot, but you come across it.
0: Yeah. It's so, so crazy. And, so,
1: and like a grandma living with you.
0: Yeah. Man, <laughs> stay safe out there. Stay healthy. We love you guys. And thanks for joining us. See ya.